everybody. Welcome to the Catholic Influencer Podcast, a conversation to help Catholic influencers like you and me go deeper and further in influencing our world for Jesus. I'm your host, Father Rob Gallia. And I'm your co-host, Danny Sullivan. And we look forward today to talking to you about Catholic education and the influence of it. Hey, Dan. Hey, Father Rob. I called you Dan. I know. I hate when people call me okay. Dan. But, uh, hey, Danny. Hey, Father Robbie. So, um, <laughs> that's just so awkward. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Catholic education. None of us are teachers, you or I, but we both were brought up in Catholic education. So yeah. we both have had a Catholic education and we both as well in FRG ministry work very closely with Catholic education and has left a, a, a great impact and does leave great impact on, on so many people, but it doesn't have all the answers, does it? Um, and very often when we find find answers for something it's uh, we're left with even more questions than when we we started off with yeah absolutely and so um Later on in this podcast, we're going to actually have an, a teacher who we've interviewed um, who works in the Catholic education system. And we talk a, a little bit about the struggles and the joys of Catholic education. But uh, I, there's no doubt about it that Catholic education has is, is a big stronghold, is a big uh, and important thing in our church. Um, for, for example, I can only take country Australia. A lot of our churches don't have young people and um, our young people are not, not stepping into the churches. But we we have opportunities to outreach, to evangelize, to influence within the Catholic churches. And we have to take up every opportunity, invest and, and, and direct our hearts and direct our efforts very often to, to the Catholic education. Absolutely. And here in country Victoria as well, in Australia, Catholic education is kind of, it's almost like a private school, but an affordable private school. So there's lots of non-religious people that attend these schools for the good education. And they're brought into the faith just through the witness of their teachers, through the RE classroom, through other students as well. So it is an incredible opportunity to evangelize from teachers to students to all manner of staff. And then, you know, each school has a chaplain as well. So they might come into it for one reason, but there's so many opportunities within that Catholic education to evangelize. Yes. So it's like, it's quite different uh, if you take the American context, yeah, American American context, it's the parish that funds the school and it's the parish that evangelizes the school. And some in some schools in America, you have only Catholics in schools. While for us, it's very different. We sometimes it's our Catholic population is a minority. It is government funded. Even our teachers, even teachers and staff who teach religious education, RE, are often not Catholic themselves. And so it's really hard to influence, especially influence in a sense of encounter having had the experience of faith themselves. As we'll go through and we talk about in the interview, it's about um, faith being caught. It's contagious. It's not taught. You can't, you can't teach the faith, but when people see the faith that you have, then they, they want it. And this is somehow with our, what our Catholic education sometimes lacks. And every, um, I suppose, even in the United States... Yeah, absolutely. I like high school, especially I had RE teachers and they might not have wanted to share their faith as much, or they might just be doing it to fill up their timetable. You know, they needed to. But in year 10, I had an RE teacher who was amazing. He was actually excited 
about his faith and he shared that openly. He wasn't ashamed of it. And that kind of gave me the courage to be like, okay, maybe I can share mine as well. Mm. And then in year 11 and 12, I was blessed again to have, you know, teachers that were proudly practicing Catholics. And that just influenced me so much because I saw that it was okay to kind of continue this faith thing, even after I finished year 12. Yeah. And it was the same for me as well. I remember his name was Mr. Joe. I had a mm. Mr. Joe who gave me my first Christian CD, my first Christian music. Who was and, it? Um, uh, I think it was a, a band called PFR. I don't think they exist anymore, but it was a rock band. It was a Christian rock band. And I just couldn't believe that Christian music could be like that. And that sort of uh, triggered in me. Uh, and this was even before my conversion. This was before I had my turnaround in my life. And I uh, somehow this, I knew that this Christian music existed because of a teacher. And I also remember even in primary school, in elementary school, I just remember these um, teachers that, that were just so full of joy and so full of faith. And they would tell stories of their faith. Crickets. That's something Father Rob does every time I'm supposed to talk and I forget to talk. He just looks at me and waits. So one of the things that um, a Catholic education is um, differs from any other education is that we have the freedom, in a sense, to express our faith. We have the freedom to um, to reach out to the community in a particular way. And there are often, I see this uh, in Catholic schools, just opportunity after opportunity to to reach out not only within the school but also outside of the school. Yeah, absolutely. I know at my school, so I went to Notre Dame College in Shepparton. It was a great school. And we had opportunities, uh, things like Rayma. We were a Marist and Mercy school. So Rayma was um, the Marist component where it was, you know, weekly meetings and you'd go with a group. It was from year nine to year 12. And you'd go outside of the school and do community activities. And then the Mercy side was a thing called Seeds of Justice. So you'd go out and do justice activities in the community. And our school also did these year 10 immersion trips. So there was, in my time, there was three offered. So it was Fiji, East Timor and Broome, which is a small Indigenous community here in Australia. And you'd go to these communities, you'd step away and just immerse yourself in their culture, in their life and learn so much from that. Yes. Yeah, so it's a, 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 I can, that's very much part of our Catholic ethos, very much part of, of reaching out, of charity. And uh, I think, again, this is where Catholic schools stand out, that sense of justice, reaching out to the community, but not only our immediate community, but communities around the world. And at the same time, also giving us something out of that, yeah. understanding, teaching us that the, um, the world is not us, that it's so much bigger. But also at the same time, there's that to, to, to be the devil's advocate again, mm. you know, that, that it becomes about the justice and we forget why we're doing it and who we're doing this for. And so how important it is as well to to uh, come back to that encounter, that relationship with Jesus. And the reason why we do what we do is because we have this relationship with Jesus. And it's so hard again for staff, for for. Um, people who don't have this encounter with Jesus to bring about that understanding that it is at the end of the day, Catholic schools are, are, are about um, our faith and reaching out to the, to the community, bringing our faith to the community, to the wider world. When you have a teacher that's passionate, it has that lasting impact on you. But if you walk into a religious education class and your teacher's there and they haven't had that encounter with Jesus, it's obvious. Teenagers pick up on so much. And if the teacher isn't excited, it's really hard to get the students excited about something that 
they aren't passionate about already. So yeah, Catholic education does, you know, when a teacher's had that encounter, Catholic education has the potential to influence so many people. With this, as we continue to talk about um, the, the influence of Catholic education, the influence of teachers, the impact that teachers can have on our lives, I'm going to hand over now to the, the next part of this podcast, and that is the interview with Kylie Morrissey. Kylie is a teacher here in Bendigo, Australia, and she'll talk a little bit about her faith and about sharing her faith and also the joys and the difficulties of living out her faith in a Catholic school. So we're back here in our Bendigo office in the studio and I have with me a, a local teacher, a teacher who is actually an REC for those who don't know what an REC. I don't, actually don't even know. Is that your title, REC? No, it's not. What's your, what's my, your title? My title is Faith and Ministry Advisor. Faith and Ministry Advisor. Okay, so that's easy. <laughs> that's something that everyone can understand. But with me, I have Kylie Morris. Kylie's a, a teacher, um, a woman of faith, a woman also who continues to grow and seek to grow in her faith. And so, Kylie, um, I'll let you introduce yourself quickly, just something about you. Oh, well, first of all, thanks for having me, Rob. Um, you might not know, I've been teaching, this is my seventh year now. And um, in that time, I've been really lucky to do have a whole range of um, travel experiences overseas, some yep. of those connected to, to my faith, to, um, I guess, church history and things like that. But I've also had some really other extraordinary experiences overseas that I think yep. I've made for a pretty interesting life so far. <laughs> That's good. And one of the trips, actually, I met you, I saw you in Chicago and That's we got right. to, we both were studying. Actually, maybe you were studying. I was just, just, just sitting. <laughs> it was great fun, wasn't it? <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. We even saw a shooting there, yeah. but we won't tell anyone. No, no, we won't talk about that. That wasn't a highlight. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. But it's something I probably will remember. Yeah. But Kylie, um, I just want to I'll talk to you about teaching, you know, like um, you, you call yourself in your institution, your school, you call yourself an educator. That's right. So, um, but educators also is the same as, as a teacher, but you probably have uh, reasons to say it is not the same, yeah. but let's say for the sake of the podcast. Sounds great. Okay. And um, you, you teach in a Catholic school and, and you have um, your f faith brought up as a Catholic. Um, and just, uh, I'm, I'm just going to quickly ask why teaching and, and why teaching in a Catholic school? Why didn't you go to a state school? Why yeah. didn't you go to a private school? Yeah, I really love the opportunity to answer that question because it goes back to my childhood and my experience uh, with my family. And I guess uh, I grew up in a, in a Catholic home um, where religious practice, going to church on Sundays was a part of what we did. And I never began to question that. Um, I went to a Catholic primary school, but then did three years in a secondary state school and then transferred uh, at the end of year nine. So when I was about 15 years old and then um, had three incredible years of Catholic education here in Bendigo. And that was a real catalyst, I think, for my discernment for my uh, my career pathway, which um, I had lots of different ideas around what kind of career I might enter into. But after a really successful year 12 um, and some really exciting religious education in that year, which might surprise some of our listeners, um, I decided that I'd go on to become a teacher. I'd had some excellent teachers, particularly in those last three years. And so I decided to, to become a teacher. And I guess it all sort of snowballed from there in a really yeah. great way. 
Wow. And so um, now your role is particularly religious education, faith education. It's also mm-hmm. about instilling the faith. And I've worked right. with you in the mm-hmm. school because that's I, I'm not a chaplain at the school, but I, I serve as a chaplain in the school. And I've seen some of your amazing work mm-hmm. um, reaching out to, to young people mm-hmm. from um, masses in the playground. Yeah. Uh, go on, imagine that. So this is the way we outreach and let in public display. It's an optional mass mm-hmm. um, that's students can go to and then you um, we run liturgies and and you you help with so so many things sharing your faith mm. and so like being in a catholic school mm. a catholic institution how do you think that it helps the faith of the students and what what, what are the opportunities of being and serving in a catholic school yeah sure so um, if i go back to my own experience as a student i can um you know two of the biggest influences i guess on my catholic faith life were my two year 12 VCE religious education teachers. I had two extraordinarily different but incredible women um, who were great models of their own personal faith to me, which really just gave me the courage, I guess, to to pursue a career as a religious education teacher. Um, and now I guess I see a lot of myself in Uh, I see a lot of them in the work that I'm doing um, and it's really great to reflect on, you know, those same questions that I was asking of of my religious education teachers back in 2007. They're the same questions that my students are now asking of me and so Mm -hmm. to have been able to go away and to have studied and um, to have some of the answers, certainly not all of them, but to to recognise the privilege that it is to work with, to walk with young people, I guess, as they're um, moving through some of the the tricky times of their lives. I think um, that's certainly when, you know, you might find that some some students come, you know, they, they need you um, more in those phases, but it's also um, a really great opportunity just, you know, to help them recognise the joys and where God may be at um, playing a role in their lives that perhaps they're not um, as conscious of. Yeah, and I think this is, a, it comes down to encounter and walking with. You use the words to walk with. Yeah. You see, one of the things that I, I often say and I often hear is that faith is caught, not taught. Through education, you cannot give them the faith, but they can see the faith in you. Mm. And once they see the faith in you, they want what you have. That's right. Yeah. And I think that uh, that's probably one of the most important things that I do at the start of each year is uh, whenever I have a new RE class, classroom of students sitting in front of me, I think the most important thing I can share with them for the whole year is that story of why I'm here, why I'm teaching RE, why I believe. And I think it's also really important to be uh, compassionate, you know, f- to understand that some students don't walk through that door with, with the big bag full of faith that perhaps I do. But they tend to, I think, relate to that. They they do understand. They don't typically, I don't find that they judge me for that. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's a really powerful thing to be able to share, to be able to witness to your own faith, to say, here I am, I'm here teaching RE because this is something that I believe leave and I'm you know it's not just another class that was allocated to me by my yes. principal I think that's that's really powerful for your students sitting in front of you so they see the conviction they see the um the fact that you actually believe yeah. because like uh, again working even in catholic schools mm. I have um, some of our youth in our groups would come up to us and say hey father rob um I, we um just had an re lesson on the eucharist and the teacher started off the lesson saying hey I don't believe this rubbish yeah. but I'm going to teach this to you yeah. but what a difference it would make if someone would say like hey i actually 
believe in the Eucharist. Mm. I actually um, receive the Eucharist. I, I actually um, uh, follow the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the source and the summit of my life. Yeah. So it becomes about encounter. It comes about walking with as opposed to the, the didactic sort of I'm teaching you about the Eucharist. Yeah, and, yeah. I think there's a real power in that. But that's not to say that it's... Um, I think it's very okay to share with students your doubts and your own questioning. Absolutely. I think that's also something that they really relate to and um, then they see that, you know, faith life might be achievable for them too. Yes. Sometimes I think they associate, um, you know, being of faith with having, you know, those striking moments where Jesus speaks to them. And for many of us, you know, we never we never get that. And that's not to say that um, Jesus isn't present in our lives. It's just occurring perhaps in different ways. So I think, um, yeah, giving students the confidence and um, to be able to articulate what it is that they're thinking. and Yeah. Um, and because like doubts, we all go through doubts. I go through doubts. Absolutely. I mean, I even say it yeah. in my homilies. Like I'm sure I go through moments like yeah. where I don't know what I believe. At the moment in Australia, America, we're going through a, an incredible crisis. There's a situation where one of our cardinals, our cardinal, um, is um, being um, is in jail at the moment, and and so the whole Catholic Australia and the world, and it's happened in America as well, mm. are in doubt. We're questioning, and mm. and I have like my homily last week I cried you know like just thinking what's going on and we have our doubts and it's important for students for parishioners as well but students to see our vulnerability too isn't it yeah I agree I think it's a very confusing time to be a Catholic at the moment Mm. Um, and I think yeah sharing that with our students can only have a positive outcome Mm. And so uh, uh, them knowing that we're struggling with them, that we have doubts, but at the end of the day, we have a hope that we believe in 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 Jesus. That's you right. see, and that's the the most important thing that we're mm. holding on to Jesus and his 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 body, the church, as imperfect, as broken as it is. Mm. So this brings me to this also the the difficulties. Like, how can you live your faith? It's a Catholic school, but mm. in Australia, schools are funded by the government, so a lot of our staff and a lot of our students are not Catholic. Mm. They don't have the Catholic faith. And even students themselves tell me how difficult they find it to live out their faith in a Catholic school mm. and how they're bullied at school for practicing their faith. And, and I even hear it from teachers. You know, mm. some teachers find it really hard to practice yes. their faith. So tell me about your experience in school, about living out your faith. Yeah, well, if I go back to my own uh my own experience as a student, particularly in 2007. So that was when I was in year 12, so 17 years old. And I undertook two year 12 um, religious education subjects, which just was not cool, I think. <laughs> I don't know of anyone else to do that. Um, and yet it was the most rich learning experience um, and obviously a really massive catalyst for my own personal growth. But I guess it that year really challenged me to reflect on what it was that I believed and why I was doing what I was doing, even as a 17-year-old. Um, and I guess it just was a really um, great time of coming to terms with my identity and things like that. So it made me, I think, far, far stronger. I had to stick up for what it was that I believed in. And yeah. so that, that bit of personal challenge um, it really has brought me to where I am today and trying to encourage other young people to do the same. So it certainly wasn't cool. Yeah. Um, you can probably imagine, imagine Imagine some of the the names and the stereotypes that went along with that, and yet from that experience, you know, I gained my my future career. I gained some really wonderful friends. Lost some lost some other friends um, because of that choice or the choices that I made as a consequence of that of that growth. But I think that I, you know, I'm a better person for it in the in the long run, and um, would hope that you know, in today and working as a teacher, that I have the capacity to help another young person 
mm. um, in that same sort of way. So, well, and what about staff? Like among the staff, how easy is it for a teacher who has faith to work among other staff members who don't necessarily have that faith? Well, I think that there's.、Um, You know our our faith, our Catholic faith, is evangelical by nature. So we're called to share that,、um, and there's a, a real joy, but also a real challenge in that because it can be met with some resistance.、Mm-hmm. And you might anticipate in a Catholic school setting that、uh, that everyone would be on the same page, and yet we know that there's some issues in, that are really divisive、mm-hmm. um, within the church. And these,、uh, you know, a school is a reflection of a church, so、yeah. um, that can be. Can be challenging and problematic. I think it's most important that、um, you know when when schools employ staff that the you know the number one position or、um, key selection criteria is a demonstrated commitment to the Catholic ethos of the school. And I think、mm. if staff can't satisfy that, that might be a little bit problematic down the track. Yes. So I guess it's just the the expectation of staff is the same as we have of students and families enrolling at our schools, and that is that they demonstrate an openness. Yeah. I think our staff need to、uh, our staff do. Um, understand that you know by working in a Catholic school they're working for the Catholic Church, and therefore it's the teachings of the Catholic Church that need to be shared. Sometimes I think、um, you know personal opinions aren't always relevant, but the Catholic you know the teaching of the Catholic Church always is, and I think that an ability the ability of a staff member to unpack that with their class about why does the why does the Catholic Church teach what it does I think that's so critical because、yeah. there's so many misconceptions and misunderstandings、yes. that lead to so much angst and hurt. So it's educating as well, trying to figure out. It's okay to doubt. It's okay not to agree. But at the end of the day, don't stop in your doubt. Don't stop in your disagreement. Just and, figure out why. Yeah, and don't stop in your questioning. You know,、yeah. if you're unsure or if you're uncomfortable with someone, and I think particularly in my school setting, there's a really、um, we have a really respectful dialogue around some of those issues, and we're really invited to have those conversations. And I think that that enables everyone to grow, and that can、mm. only be a good thing. Yeah. So this is like it's interesting, and I'm sure、um, I'd love to hear from the listeners. About how your situation is different in the United States, in Canada, in India,、um, all, all of these places. Actually, even in Malta, we have a lot of. For some reason, some li- a lot of listeners from Malta. I wonder why that is. But、mm. um, there's. Um, I'd just be curious to know how the situation is different to what Kylie is saying here.、Um, is there dialogue in your school, or is do you have to say? Think one way and speak one way, or、um, at the end of the day,、um, are you open to discussion in the school? Anyway, Carly, I think we've reached the end of our time together. I just want to quickly, if you could give us some advice to educators, advice to teachers who、um, who want to be a brave influence of the truth of Christ. At school, maybe you can even bring it to students as well. Just how can well, what the, what's the thing that is important for for them to understand, to know, and to do to be an influencer, a Catholic influencer in a Catholic school? Yeah, I think、uh, well, my, the, I think the phrase that comes to my mind is just be authentic, be yourself, be real with the kids. I think they they relate most to you know people that they can trust, they can see through the lies or the、um, the facade, if you like, at times.、Um, so I think just being open. And honest with them in a in a respectful way、um, to the mission of your college and and the mission of the church, I think is really important. And、um, trust that God will do the rest. Amen. So this is beautiful. This is wonderful. So I, anyway, Kylie, I thank you so much for your time here. I thank you for、um, speaking to us so openly and so authentically as well. And we'll pray for you. We'll pray for your mission. And we ask the listeners to do the same to pray for you、um, in your work. Thanks, God、Rob. bless you. And and thank you. Thanks very much. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on the Catholic Influences Podcast. Remember to be in touch at frgministry.com forward slash podcast or any of our social media. So Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FRG Ministry. Send us your questions and your thoughts and we'll be back next week. God bless.